Hi there, a warm welcome to the Madam Speaks podcast. If you've been a loyal listener of previous episodes, then you might notice that there's something markedly different today because my previous podcasts were in Dutch and this one is obviously in English, which actually leads me to today's topic and podcast guest because we'll be talking international business. And I'll be doing that with someone who currently resides in Dubai. And simply put, I wouldn't be able to speak to this amazing woman if I wouldn't use the language that we currently have in common, namely English. And trust me, that would be a shame. I don't particularly come from a place where, especially as a woman, you're taught to think big. Neither does my guests of today. But luckily, there's this amazing little thing called the World Wide Web. It's full of opportunities and amazing people to connect with as long as you know how to leverage the potential that is out there. And in today's podcast, we'll talk about how you can do exactly that. If you'd like to know more about international business, about me and the work that I do, feel free to follow me on social media. If you don't yet do so, that's at Madam Markham. You can also visit my website, madammarkham.nl, and it's available in Dutch and in English. So you can choose. This is the Madam Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Gerike, but you can also call me Madam Markham. I offer practical online tips, lessons and learnings from my entrepreneurial journey and interviews with local and international experts. From a small town in Zwente to the World Wide Web, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Madam Speaks and let's get down to business. Today I'm checking in with an inspiring international businesswoman. She's currently based in Dubai and her name is Jao Harai Chiadli. She's originally from Morocco and started her journey as a serial entrepreneur at age 24. By now, she's worked in over six countries, started five businesses and sold off three. Formerly, Jauhar was an HR director in world-class international companies in the construction sector and energy field. She has received several Best Employee Awards during that time, but something was missing. So now she is active as a business coach. I'm honored to have her share her international biz wisdom with you today. Jawahara, welcome to the Madam Speaks. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be with you today. And the introduction was perfect. <laughs> Jawahara, share a bit with me about your background. Did you come from an entrepreneurial environment or not at all? Could you tell us a bit more about that? Okay, perfect. So um, to summarize a little bit, uh, I was born, as you said, in Morocco um, uh, and I moved to France when I was 17 and the family background has nothing to do at all with business. To, to give you an idea, uh, all my uh, family members uh, are, how, how can you say, at that time, because uh, they are all 70 years old now, but very well educated engineers in finance. Uh, all my aunts are doctors, specialists. But the, 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 the most amazing thing is that they always worked in the public sector, in hospitals. And they never opened their own clinic. So I'm not coming at all from a family, <laughs> an entrepreneur family. Uh, the, the mindset in the family is that you go at school. Uh, you have a very good degree and then you work in a company or in the public sector. So this is to, to, to summarize. Um, and as you said, uh, yes, uh, I was a little bit different because uh, I was the first one moving from my country to another country at a very young age. Uh, I moved to France to study first. So I studied international law. And as you summarized it during 20 no, 14 years uh, I worked as human resources directors 
a director in, a, in big companies, uh, maybe in Europe and also in China. I had an experience three years in China. So uh, I was uh, having a great career path. Everything was like planned. And uh, uh, each two years I was moving uh, to uh, a better uh, position. But inside, I was not that happy. Why? <laughs> because... Uh, First of all, I always felt like uh, I had the impression that I was wearing uh, uh, a dress that was not fitting me, like very small dress, uh, because I always, uh, I was always the one in the company who was giving new ideas. I was advising my managers, so uh, sometimes I was like, okay, if I give this advice to a company, maybe I can do it for myself. So it started like this and second my personality is a free bird personality it means that i i love traveling i speak uh, five languages more or less and i always dreamed about uh, being free to work uh, whenever i want and especially wherever i wanted which was the case huh? because I, I i worked abroad but i had always to follow the system you know uh, working hours, uh, the rules, internal rules, etc. And personally, I'm not done for uh, for this system. <laughs> this is to summarize uh, my family background um, and also my personality background. But you did start your first business at 24, so you already uh, moved by then. Um, what was this first business, by the way? The story is funny because I thought about starting my first business when I had my first job. Uh, I had my master degree at 23 years old, more or less, and I started uh, a contract uh, with a company called Hayes. It's a recruitment agency. It was my first job, and I was doing a pretty good job, but um, I said, okay, uh, I don't feel good. Uh, since the beginning, you know, you have some people that work 10, 10 years, 15 years, and then they say, it's not done for me. I did a lot for a company. And finally, I want to do something for myself. Uh, for me, it was since the beginning. Once I started this uh, working journey, I said, no, it will, it will not be for me, but I have to do it. And I started saying, okay, uh, what can I do now? What type of company can I open now at my age and with my knowledge, which was mainly human resources, uh, uh, labor law and all this stuff. So I said, okay, in my country, there is no job board. At that time, there was no job board like... Uh, what we have here in Europe, for example, or so I said, okay, let's start this. And my first company was to open an online job board uh, for online applications, uh, application in Morocco. So this this was my first uh, my first uh, uh, my first company, and I had this idea, yeah, four or five months after I started working uh, within Hayes. And the, the funniest thing is when I, I uh, had my first interview, when I applied uh, to this job, uh, I had psychological uh, tests, you know, to, to know your personality. And what they said is that uh, this girl is a manager uh, personality. They told me, maximum in five years, you will have your own company. And they were right. But I think they didn't expect that I was going to try it very, very soon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it started very soon, but unfortunately it didn't work and I will tell you why. So I learned a, uh, an amazing thing from this first uh, experience. It was the only project that didn't work, but I was, uh, today I can say that thanks to this project, I made the other projects work. Uh, I tried to do two, two things at the same time, uh, keeping my job within Hayes and at the second time opening a company, but abroad. 
and we know that sometimes uh, depending on the field but for some fields especially the b2b fields because the the it's a job board so we have to contact companies uh to tell them okay here you can put your job announce here and people can apply etc so you have you must i mean you must have face to face meetings with them to explain especially that it was new it was not existing in morocco so i um the the big mistake is that i thought that i was going to handle uh at the same time my job uh, in france in paris and at the same time uh, uh running a company in morocco and second thing is that i applied the same strategy job boards were applying in france while the culture is different in morocco so sometimes you have to adapt <laughs> uh your uh your offer how you sell it how you brand it uh if the culture is different So after six months or eight months, I don't remember quite well. I had to close it. <laughs> it didn't work at all. Uh, maybe you could dive a little deeper into your first business and compare it to where you're at right now. So how would you say the Jawahara at 24, the businesswoman from then, the first from the businesswoman you're now? Yeah. So the 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 difference uh, uh, is that uh, when I want to launch something first. Um, I try to uh, rely on figures. Uh, I will explain. Uh, when we are 20 years old uh, and we want to open something, a business, we, we want to open something that we, we want to do because we think it will work, because we think it's uh, everything we want to, 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 to program or to plan is related on our feelings, let's say, more or less. While we have to rely on figures, uh, when I say figures, it means is the market ready for this? We have to do some market, serious market studies. Uh, and um, sometimes our ideas, uh, as I said, uh, are good, can be good, but the market is not prepared or we are not prepared to face a different market. We, we don't sell in France as we sell in China, as we sell in Dubai, etc., etc. So Johara today uh, tries, uh, whenever she has an idea, she tries first to see, to analyze to whom, who is the target and uh, what is the best way to reach this target and what is the best offer and how to brand it. While before I was like enthusiastic, I'm still, <laughs> but it was like I was following my feelings and that's all. Relying more on figures and strategy and statistics rather than only gut feeling, so to say. And um, do you have like one tip how to go about in uh, like a market check? Yeah, today uh, uh, we have a chance that we have a lot of websites uh, where you can, for example, uh, just um, how can I say, uh, if you have competitors, you can put just their names and uh, these are online tools huh? and they give you uh, a study uh after five minutes study uh when they study their websites etc uh who are from where they have their traffic their online traffic what is the product or the service that they sell better online uh and a lot of other figures so the first thing is to study your competitors you have a lot of tools online and Then you, you gather all these informations and you see the common points between two or three competitors. So uh, this is how to, to, to analyze and to do a, a first market study if you have competitors. If you don't have competitors, then you have other tools also. It's very easy to find on the net where uh, it's like a prospective uh, companies that are doing studies on what will be the business in four years, five years. And then you put your field and they will tell you if it's rising 
or if it's the end, etc., etc. So these are um, tools that that I didn't have at that time. We didn't have that much uh, opportunities uh, to find easy informations and and reliable information online. So, yeah, study your competitors if you have, <laughs> and see what is working. And because sometimes people think that they have to make everything different. No, I think that you should take example from what is working. Uh, and I can give example uh, in my business today. I'm taking an example on what happening in what's happening in the U in the USA, for example. And I am uh, making it different for the for the Middle East. So sometimes you don't have to come with a big new idea uh, to make it work. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, that would also mean that you'd be starting from scratch, whereas that isn't necessary. Yeah, <laughs> like I did with the job board in Morocco, it didn't work at all. <laughs> You already talked a bit about uh, having to do business differently in Morocco than in France. And you post on your Instagram in multiple languages. What are like the main struggles at first that you run into? Uh, the first one was which language to choose, to be honest, because today the world is more and more international. But even if the world is international, I noticed that not a lot of people really master, uh, how can I say, professional information in English. Uh, let me explain. If today you are visiting France, I'm taking France as an example because I lived almost 20 years in France. Uh, you don't have a lot of uh, French people that can follow an online course in English. Even people who have good jobs and, and even engineers, even doctors, even so. For me, I was like, okay, I want to help, but if I speak English, um, I cannot help uh, national people because I'm French also. If I speak in Arabic, uh, I cannot uh, help <laughs> English speaking um, uh, people, etc., etc. So what I did is uh, the main, let's say the main communication is in English uh, because it's the, the language that most of people, most of us use, but I, I provide trainings in different languages, which means that if you master English better, I can uh, work with you on a day-to-day -day basis in English, if it's in Arabic, in Arabic, Spanish, etc., etc. And of course, I try the maximum possible to communicate, to mix, for example, on Instagram, uh, in the captions, to write small but precise uh, sentences in English, Arabic, French, etc., etc. But the main communication today is in English. If tomorrow it grows, let's say, uh, as I'm planning it, uh, once I reach a big uh, number of followers, then the, the strategy is to open an account by language. Here I can divide, but today it's mainly in English. Uh, so this is for the languages. Other struggles, um, as an international, let's say, businesswoman, uh, first for me was um, administration, because I, when I arrived to Dubai, I arrived to, to invest. So I was not living there and discovering the, the, how it works. And then I decided to, to open. I was like, I quitted France directly to Dubai to, 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 to create a company. So the first thing that um, an entrepreneur is facing is all this paperwork. And from where to start? Uh, but at the end, we managed to deal with it because you always have professionals uh, yeah, that can help. Second big thing is... Um, for me, was the inner circle. It means uh, your family, 
your friends, your colleagues, are you crazy? crazy? What are you doing? Uh, why don't you wait to, to, to check if you will like the, the, the life in Dubai, if, you will, if your business idea will work, etc. So the, 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 the second biggest thing I think uh, an entrepreneur can face is uh, yeah, the feedback of the inner circle that can really uh, block him to to really start his entrepreneurship journey so here the person has to be strong of course she has to analyze well the market she has to do a market study she has to be sure about what she's doing etc and then to to not let the the outside <laughs> change her uh, her mindset so this is this is the, the 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 biggest difficulty is the others the others who is surrounding you and sometimes it comes from people who are the closest person it can be your parents your friends your husband etc 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 the other difficulty <laughs> there are a lot but <laughs> but there are a lot of good things also <laughs> if it was not the case i would not do five yeah <laughs> five businesses the other thing let's say is to have the capability to be everywhere at the same time, I will explain. When you are an entrepreneur, you have to know a little bit about marketing, a little bit about accountancy, a little bit about sales, a little bit. So it's to manage to have a little bit of knowledge in different fields to run your company because you need it. Even if you have specialists, you have to understand how taxes are working, how, yeah, so the, this, this thing. And um, uh, how can I say, and the, especially at the beginning, how to run your financial, because we all start with a, even a small budget. Personally, I, I mainly started with small budgets every time. And the difficulty was how, uh, how to, I mean, how much money should, should I allow for marketing, for example, at the beginning? How will I split this budget to really reach my target? Because sometimes you make, also, you make mistakes. You put a lot of money in, in things uh, and after one month, two months, you, I mean, <laughs> you, you get to know that it, you didn't have to do this. So this is the, the difficulty, especially when you have a small, small budget. So um, here, I think that when you want to invest at the beginning, when you just start, just uh, when you have an idea and, it's a, and, and, and you want to do it, just try to find a way uh, if you find, I mean, if, if, if it's possible to do it uh, without spending one, one cent. And today you have a lot of free tools, free online courses, free, post, I mean, free um, uh, lessons, tools and softwares, etc., etc., that you can use to spend less money at the beginning. So, because a lot of companies close because they cannot handle the, finan the first financial investment. So, because they say, okay, my, 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 my company will work in three months, six months, but sometimes it takes more uh, because it, it never fits your plan in any case. Never, never. <laughs> so, you have to prepare a little bit um, the company survival the first year. So, this is uh, the main difficulty. For me, it's, yeah, these are, these are the major struggles, let's say. And speaking of this um, inner circle, because you moved to Dubai, how do you make sure that you surround yourself with the right people that also stimulate you? Yeah, the first thing is, uh, as I say, if you want to have uh, what you want in life, you have to leave what you don't want. So the first thing I did 
is i don't know if it's funny or not but my husband was not um in this entrepreneurship mood and i was trying to make him change for 10 years so the first thing i did is divorcing really changed my inner circle uh this because i because uh i i knew uh inside of me that i want to do this if i don't do it i will have regrets all my life so we have to, to sometimes to make uh some sacrifices to achieve what we want to achieve so uh this is the first thing second thing uh i tried to not um this is this i learned it from the first company also at the beginning i was so enthusiastic that i told everybody i was going to do this 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 so you have a lot of people feedbacks even if you don't if even if you didn't ask them <laughs> for this feedback uh, now i try to not say a lot or that much about what i'm doing when and even the next steps which means that today till today you have members of fa family my family who don't know what i'm doing because i didn't tell them and even people who know when they ask me what i'm doing exactly i don't give them that much um how can i say uh information about the next steps so to to not make uh people that don't understand the business and don't have the mindset and the experience to give me this negative feedback that will change nothing in reality <laughs> about in my in my future plans uh second thing uh third thing sorry that i did is to to be part of some lady circles like uh, boss babes and and a lot of others in the arab world etc to 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 meet uh women that are in the same uh that have the same plans that have the same mindset and that when these people will give me feedbacks they will really give me feedbacks about their experience because they are already experienced in entrepreneurship so uh this is uh how to change also because my inner circle changed and i left uh, a lot of people uh i had to 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 how can i say to erase a former part of my life uh, because i noticed that some of these people are not bringing positive thoughts others are still still there but they don't have that much information about what i'm doing like family etc so when i see family i'm just talking about family and business uh and positive minds and and the feed and feedbacks are really with people that are in the same field or at least are entrepreneur and the, the fourth thing that is natural is just your clients uh social media a lot i am meeting a lot of people from social media this is an amazing tool <laughs> people that visit your instagram facebook and they are entrepreneurs and they just it's it's really good shall we meet what are you doing i'm and recommendations so step by step the inner circle is really changing you have just to um to not have this fear to lose uh some of them we cannot have what we want if we stay doing what we what we've done for 20 years so so we have to make some changes to not be afraid of changes i think that's also one of the best advice that i've gotten recently like to not take advice from people who are not at a place that you don't want to be right and i mean people can say it with a lot of love but then yeah. still they're in a job maybe for 40 years in the same job And you yes. don't want the life. Yeah. Uh, and especially for us as women, I noticed that uh, if a man uh I have um this particularity, um how can I say a lot of women and I really appreciate it are making business with women 
because a lot of uh, I noticed that in in mixed groups they are a little bit shy or they are afraid of uh, of of talking or of saying no to a man etc. Uh, me as an Arab woman, I choose it on I choose it on purpose to not make this because I wanted to to show that maybe there can be an Oprah Winfrey in. The Arab world. So I'm working mainly with men. For example, 80% of my clients are men. <laughs> so I'm really happy, especially in our culture. I mean, the culture I'm coming from, it's really tough. It's really difficult to to, to be a businesswoman. More than in Europe, more than in the United States, etc., etc. And I did it on purpose, knowing that it would be a little bit more difficult. But I wanted this challenge. I didn't want to to change the mentality to see that a woman can be an advisor of a man can have good idea can be smart and a man also can can i mean when 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 i have some i have some examples of people that have businesses since 40 years in dubai in the luxury business etc and when they had to choose between um a coach that was a man or me and they chose me but on results on on the strategy i offered for me this is a big this is what really what i like in my job because it will change the mentalities slowly and gradually and we need this now i think we are not just housewives uh, waiting at home <laughs> and we are not desperate housewives neither <laughs> makes for a good tv show but not reality <laughs> yeah All right, all right. Um, could you maybe share also some uh, of you said like there's a lot of uh, resources and free tools uh, for women on a budget uh, starting uh, their business. What are some of the things because there's also a lot of free noise out there, right? Could you maybe give like top three recommendations of platforms that you would say are worth following? The, the the first one that I recommend and because um, how can I say? Uh, we all know uh, how to talk about our businesses, but the difficulty that I noticed when, when coaching people is to sell. I mean, to to give a price and to give your job, uh, how can I say, uh, a certain, I mean, yeah, how to define your price and how to sell it and not, and not be ashamed to say, yeah, I'm providing a service and it's not for free and it's worth it and it costs, uh, I don't know, 300, 1,000, I don't know. So here uh, we have online amazing tools like, for example, GrooveFunnels. It's like ClickFunnels. And uh, it's a new it's new on the market. And this tool, um, how can I say, is less expensive than ClickFunnels. They are growing in two months. It's, it's, it's an amazing tool. And inside, you can also give masterclass. Uh, you have the emailing uh, softwares. You have everything in one that you don't have in Groove Funnels. So if you don't know about it, just go and check Groove Funnels. You will really love it. So this is the first tool. Second tool that is free. And um, unfortunately, a lot of people are not taking advantage from it. Is It's really social media. Uh, a lot of people think that they should have 20,000, 50,000 followers to make uh, business from it, which is not true. If you have the right strategy, do it. So social media is for free. But go, you have online courses, free online tips, etc., etc. You, you take just one month, two months before starting. You will know a lot about it and you can make business from it. And you can have information even about the tools that, that, that you need. Uh, what other tool I can give you? Uh, 
that helped me on a day-to-day -day basis. I think everybody knows it, but it's Canva. Uh, Canva, it really helps um, uh, whatever your business is, because in any case, uh, you are on, on social media or not, you need to market your product, even your shop, even if you have a physical shop. So you have to do some, you have to print uh, some documents and to brand and to market. So for me, Canva, yeah, these, these three. And yeah, these are my top tools. And what are some other things that have really like moved uh, the needle for your business? To be honest, what accelerated my entrepreneurial journey is, uh, it's maybe strange, but it's, it's really this, is uh, of course, first the mindset, a coaching business or not coaching, coaching business, you have to work on your mindset because you will have a lot of things that will uh, uh, be barriers to the success of your business. As I told you, it can be people, it can be administrative things, it can be financial things, etc. Uh, but the second thing is once you did your plan, once you did your, your market study, etc., is to not look at what the others are doing. I will tell you why, <laughs> because when we start, um, of course, we have people in 90% of the case that are already doing the same thing. So what I noticed is that a lot of people are uh, copying the same thing and providing the same service. Okay. As I said uh, previously, you have to, you don't need to, to bring a new idea. I'm not bringing a new idea. Business coaching is existing since uh, 40 years, etc. But you have to bring something new. I mean, your own personal touch. And of course, uh, you will find people uh, marketing in a certain way and you want to follow them, etc. But don't do this. What can accelerate is to have your own personal touch. Try a way to be, try to find a way to be closer to the target that you want, to the people you want to target and do, uh, be different, be creative. As Bill Gates say, if you want to succeed, be creative, don't be a follower. So for example, I never go and check other people, social media, competitors, social media, even my family's social media, I don't go. <laughs> uh, maybe I check one account. For example, I checked uh, your story this week because you have the interview. <laughs> so I'm, I'm fo focusing more on, on uh, the community, on my clients' feedback. I never go and see what others are doing because you will find 10,000 ways of doing the same business and then you, you are lost and you will find 10,000 right ways to do it. Just uh, think at the beginning, make a good business plan, make a good uh, market study, prepare yourself, financial study, everything. But once you start, just focus. Of course, you will adapt because we never have the perfect offer since the beginning, but your life only on the feedback of your uh, customers, uh, clients, followers. Don't go and see what the others are doing. Go each five months, six months, see what's new in the business, but don't try to do exactly as this one is doing, as the second competitor is doing. So this is what makes me different at what makes my account growing and people like it because it's different from the others. I tried to do, um, when I started, I tried to, to test. As I say, figures never lie. And I was pretty sure that what will make the difference is that people like to see me as a person. Uh, while you have other coaches, they, have, uh, they publish a lot of quotes, for example, like motivation, leadership, etc. But I knew that for me, they prefer to hear me, to see me 
in person follow your inspiration your inspiration your own inspiration but pay attention to the feedback only of your clients and followers of your market your competitors you leave you forget about them at the beginning but once you start uh, something you are planning don't look right or left just straight and go <laughs> and go for it yeah i think that's that's really good i think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs also fail right that they see thousands of others doing more or less the same and then they're like is my offer right is it not right and then you're a limbo right or what is your experience in that this is right and if it was only this okay you have a lot of people 90% of people that never start because they they see this they see how a first competitor is doing then they go and study it they do they they go and see what's the second especially in coaching so they spend their time in buying uh coaching sessions in, in, instead of starting their own offer so here they 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 turn uh from a potential coach entrepreneur to a consumer of online uh, coaching sessions so coaching is really important this is for me it's really important it will avoid the mistakes i did for example 10 years ago <laughs> that i learned by myself and i wasted some time but it was a great experience to be honest <laughs> but don't spend i see a lot of people that come to see me they already spent money in 10 coaching sessions so here i say the problem is not the coaching the problem is you start and once you are experiencing it will be better and better and better just start those who succeed are not the the experts they have just one step ahead from the others that's all you have just to bring something new it's like a book you have just to to read the chapter before the others <laughs> not the whole book <laughs> i noticed that in one of your instagram captions you proclaim to be this happiness chaser like how do you balance like this chase for happiness with also being mindful and appreciative of where you are how do you balance that uh, first uh, to be honest the first part uh, it's in my personality you have two two kind of people as i say you have people that will find problems in solutions and you will have people that will find solutions in problems you take the same let's take the coronavirus pandemic you have people that 90% of the population oh my god what's happening we are dying uh, I am bored my business uh, I will close my business etc I opened my business in Dubai during the pandemic the first month of the pandemic so uh, here how can I, how I keep it is uh, by having faith of the faith that I'm going to succeed and I have I know myself I know where I'm good where I'm not good I have experience so always when you think that you don't have something to offer just think about your personal experience your our all of us our personal experience if we have the intelligence to analyze each thing even the bad experiences we can take lessons from it and positive things for example I'm almost 40 I'm divorced, I changed country, I I mean, I did a lot of things that women at my age will say, no, 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 I have to stay there, I have to stay married because of children, and I have this, 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 and I will not take a risk at my 40s to change country, no, 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 have, know yourself, know yourself, and uh, how to balance, when, uh, leave the moment, yeah, to summarize, leave the moment, when I'm having a party, I'm having a party, 
I'm recharging with my friends. <laughs> yeah. When I have to focus on work, I'm focusing on work. And I put something that makes me positive, for example, good music to make me in a good mood in the morning. Uh, I make a, a phone call with a friend before starting or something like this. I prepare good food, something that I like. Uh, and I stay focused. And as I told you, I'm the kind of person when there is a problem from the beginning, I know that there is a solution. There is nothing, uh, there is nothing we cannot change, as I say, except death. We cannot come back. But everything, even when we think that we have bad experiences in life, uh, there comes a time they are part of the past. You have just to, to work on it and to try to find, as I said, uh, solutions in problem and not to find problems in solutions. Yeah, they also say sometimes with uh, with businesses, don't look for ideas, look for problems, because actually there's business in there, right? <laughs> That's true. That's true. As I told you, in, 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 in coronavirus, you have a lot of businesses. People I say the world is okay. It will be a big crisis, of course. But if you if you uh, look at figures, you have some businesses that are working like uh, uh, home fitness, like uh, all the, all digital and Internet marketing and everything related to Internet delivery, uh, uh, every all the products to clean our hands, to clean our homes, I mean, <laughs> masks. So here you have a lot find solutions and problems. Exactly. And you have people that are running excellent business, started excellent business during this pandemic and others that are closing. Why? Yeah, because you know why? Uh, because they adapted themselves, because they're questioning themselves, because uh, life is not like a line like this. Once, once you know that everything can go, uh, people don't want to take risk and uh, they want things to, to stay as they are. Life is not like this. And the problem here is that uh, we will have no choice. Uh, things are changing for us and every day in our lives, but we have a choice to the uh, how we will face them. Uh, I, uh, I can explain myself. You, as I say, you, you, you don't have, uh, you don't choose who you will meet in the street. You don't choose, uh, for example, uh, some uh, main things in your family. There are things in life we don't choose, the, the coronavirus pandemic, etc. But we, always, we can always choose how we'll face it. For example, if you are not happy with your family, then leave, go far. Don't give them that much detail. Um, put some barriers. If you are not happy with your husband, leave. There are a lot of men and women. He will be happier and you will be happier. <laughs> if you don't like your job, try to focus on your why in your life. What do you want? Why do you want to do it? And there is always a way to make it. We don't need a lot of financial people. Uh, as, as I told you, they, they found problems in solutions. I need to have, I don't have money to start. I don't have this. I, I, I cannot leave. They're just closing their minds. Once your mind say yes, you always find solution, always. And what is um, the why of you? Because you talked about finding your why. Uh, freedom. For me, the first thing is freedom. The first word is freedom. A freedom to choose uh, everything in my life, even my clients. Uh, for example, Friday, I refused a contract, a big contract with a big producer, our producer, because I didn't, um, we, we don't share the same values. So this is, for me, this is the top freedom to choose what you want to do and the time you want to do it, the place you want to do it, uh, your friends, your inner circle. And this is for me, for me, it's, 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 it has no value. 
you give me 10 billion dollar and dollars uh, in a very structured and you have to do you have to do this you have and uh, a 2000 a monthly salary with uh, with this life i will take this so my why <laughs> is freedom and to be in um to follow to not do something against my values and uh yeah that doesn't fit my values and what i think it's right to do um whatever the situation is uh so that when i sleep at night i'm happy with what i did i didn't fake something i didn't do something i didn't like and i was not happy with it so yeah freedom for me it's freedom and happiness well freedom goes with happiness so <laughs> So, so what's next for you? Like you, you've already made plans, your analysis. What is something, one thing that you'd like to reach within the next five years? Uh, the next five years. Well, I, I, I have um, a precise idea of this um, in business and personal life, let's say. Business, um, here I have two, how can I say, uh, two main things. The first thing is to be number one um, Arab uh, coach in the Middle East and also North Africa because uh, our countries go from there to, to, to Morocco, for example. Uh, and, the sec and, yeah, and to inspire people. When I say the first and the one is really, yeah, is that you, you are really working, you are really inspiring people and people are having results, etc. The second one is to uh, train people to be, train women, Arab women to be like me. So here, train them to be coaches which is different. So the first one is um, uh, business analysis for businessmen and women. You, you take the company and you should change this, 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 do this, that way, etc. The second was, one is to train people and women to do like I'm doing. So this is uh, what I would like to um, in the coming five years. And personally, I will be 43. <laughs> is uh, uh, to, uh, how can I say, to, tra to continue traveling the world because this is something I really need. I do it each month. The only moment I didn't do it is during the coronavirus and I'm traveling tomorrow. So <laughs> it starts again. <laughs> and uh, maybe, uh, yeah, um, how can I say, to... to to live between, uh, you have travels, but I would like, I would love to live, to live between two countries, which means, for example, have a half of my year in, in an Arab country because it's my culture and I need it. And the other half in a Western uh, country to have this open mindset, to have this uh, uh, new ideas come in, I mean, to, to really feel it, not just because traveling or living in a country, it's not the same. Uh, tra traveling we discover something and we see just the we, we just see the good sides and generally speaking is to forget about our day-to-day -day stress etc <laughs> while living living is really to you 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 live the good the bad things you learn from experience so i would like to have this balance as i said i'm an international background i've lived half of my life in arab country have in my life in Western country. I would like to, to keep this balance. Yeah, six months here and six months there. Undoubtedly, there's a woman right now listening to this podcast who wants to be like you. So what is one top tip that you would give to her, even if she's on a budget? 
trust yourself and um, uh, if you have to invest on something first is yourself by coaching that will make you even if you have barriers achieve your goals and be also good in your personal life and uh, you cannot be good at business if you are not in your, good in your person, personal life etc 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 and of course it gives you access to the latest uh, tools i mean you can find a lot of resources um uh, technically uh, uh i mean related to your mindset related to business when you have a coach so believe in yourself and if you have to invest invest on a on a on a coach yeah and you would recommend one specific <laughs> exactly <laughs> nice 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 subtle sales pitch here <laughs> yeah we, we, as i said before you don't have to be ashamed when you know what you're offering and etc it's how can you coach people if you don't believe uh, in what you will provide in yourself etc etc of course and this is a mistake that a lot of coaches are making when you when you go they'd say okay this guy said this uh, bill gates say this and this yeah we know but what do you say what do you say so yeah concentrate on yourself and we all know what bill gates said we all know what <laughs> gandhi said we all know so just um what what would be your plus if you have no plus i mean you will see it in your results you've already covered like a lot of tips and tricks and uh, and tools is there one thing that we haven't covered that you would still like to put out there then here's your shot I love personally, we didn't talk about it, but I never take as examples people that succeeded. Um, a lot of people are talking about the, the, the people who founded Facebook uh, or, yeah, uh, from big families or even Bill Gates or because these, these examples are examples of people that had at least the background to succeed. Good family. I know, I know their stories, etc. Um, even if they didn't finish their studies, they started in big universities like Yale, like etc etc i always take examples on people that had everything everything that could make things not work and they made it uh, for example the founder of alibaba jack ma this guy is amazing uh, the founder of amazon he started as his uh, as his late 30s the founder of kfc at 66 years old for me these are the real uh, the real um uh, people we should inspire inspire ourselves from because these are examples of people who failed several times before making it so when you have hard times you say he did it at 66 I can do it even at 40. Of course, if I do it at, tw at 20, it's perfect. But uh, I noticed that a lot of people are taking example from people who, wow, look, he did it at 18, 20. But these are 0.00000% of the entrepreneurs. And what people don't know is that the, 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 the richest entrepreneurs, the average age is 43 mm -hmm. years old. So in, so, in five years uh, time, uh, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> 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 yes, <laughs> I hope so. But it's this is the reality. This is this is the reality of business. So it's never too late. But the journey is not that easy. So once you find problems, don't forget about those who made it. 
even if they had to start several times. It's my fifth business, so... That was Jauhar Atiyadli live from Dubai and isn't it amazing that we live in a time where I can just set up an improvised home studio here in Twente in the Netherlands and Johara and I can connect with each other while she's in the United Arab Emirates. I think that's absolutely amazing and we might take it for granted too often. Take action and follow your own path is what Jauhara said and which is certainly what I'm trying to do as well. Even if no one from Twente is recording a podcast in English, I'll be doing it anyway. So this was my very first podcast interview in English. I hope that many, many, many more are to follow. Do let me know which points out of this conversation you especially found valuable. I always look forward to your comments. If you have any further questions for me about international business or the type of work that I do or how you can also leverage online tools for your business potential or your personal potential, do feel free to send me a direct message on social media. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time at The Madam Speaks.